Hi, this is Un-American, and my name is Re. I'm Swedish, not American, is really what uh, it has to do with on this podcast. And I'm here with my American po- co-host, Josie Martineau. Yeah, you, uh, you've gotten some questions about that, right? Which is why you felt the need to explain that at the top of this podcast. What? Like, what, what does Un-American mean? Yeah, why is that difficult? I don't know. Un-American means the rest of the world. Yeah. To everybody else, this place is a phenomenon. Right. But to Americans, it's this is the thing with America. Americans go other places and they relate everything to America. Right. And they think every country is trying to be like America. Yes. And they kind of just, when they visit places, they go, oh, Paris. Ah, sort of like America, but they haven't really succeeded. Yes. Nobody's trying to be like America. Well, that's not true. A lot of people are trying to be like America. A lot of countries are trying to be like America. An English friend of mine, her parents own a bed and breakfast. And she told me this story about how an American couple came to stay there and were very upset that they didn't have an elevator to get to the second floor inside, essentially their home. It's a bed and breakfast. It's inside the home. Right. And they were apparently couldn't take the stairs. They needed an elevator to get up to the second floor. Were they handicapped? They were obese. But that's not a, that's not a disability, right? No. Do you think obesity will become a disability? I think it's already there. I mean, I, I say no, and then I think, no, I'm pretty sure it probably is. Yeah, at a certain point, yeah. obesity oh, becomes a disability. For sure. Yeah. Is handicapped not a politically You can't correct? say... Ha- you can say um, handicapable. Oh, Okay. I didn't mean to be offensive. Well, you were very offensive just now. Eat slowly, too. I mean, I remember my ex-husband coming uh, to Sweden, and, I mean, he couldn't believe it. We would sit to dinner for four hours. I have a very difficult time eating slowly. I, I have a very difficult time doing anything slowly. I think it's good to, like, make an event out yeah. of the meal. Yeah. To not eat in your car. Oh, I do that all the time. Well. Yeah, I know. I'm not judging. We're not going to be able to talk about obese people on this podcast. No, we can't talk about obesity. Really? Is I, it is obesity just the topic we're not allowed to approach? It's become it has become a topic. No, there's the argument though that it's like the last thing that it's okay to make fun of uh and it's slowly on its way out. Yeah, I don't think it's okay. So you you went back to Sweden recently? Sure. So I drop you off at the airport. Yeah, you did. And then I hear nothing from you until I wake up the next morning to a text that's just a photo of a cup of hot chocolate. I, and I knew immediately, this is an antagonistic text. This isn't like, hey, I made it safely and look, I'm enjoying a cup of hot chocolate from that amazing cafe. It was like, oh, a, a look what I'm enjoying while you're stuck back in Los Angeles. I mean, it was a little bit of a personal Instagram jab at you. Right. It yeah. was like, because I felt I could have posted it on Instagram and it would have been less obvious. Right. right. But at the same time, that's the thing. Sometimes I go, you know, it's better that I just direct the jealousy directly where it's going. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That way she doesn't miss it. Yeah. She'll be sure to know. She'll be sure to know, and I don't have to bother all my Instagram followers with it. I think we can address this. Um, no, we can't. I was going to call out a bunch of people in my life. Okay. And they would definitely know who they are. Oh, okay. 
And if they listen to this podcast, which I think they might do, they'd be upset. Well, you can't talk about anything because you're going to offend somebody. Yeah. We can talk about how many sharks there are swimming off the coast of California right now. Does that excite you or does it make you a little sad? It's a little of both. Right. I think it's kind of interesting. They said there were two dozen sharks hanging out in off the coast of Orange County. I think the exciting part is that I feel like there are people out there that just aren't... I think, and it's from watching Jaws. You just know there's people out there that aren't going to be able to resist getting in the water. Which I find so interesting. Well, I'm one of those people. Yeah, but would you go down to Orange County right now and get in the water? No, but... If somebody said to me, while I was at the beach, there are sharks in this water, I don't think I could resist getting in the water. Really? Yeah. I think I would believe I would see it. No, because they like to hang out during, uh, in the cloudy areas. Ooh. They will hunt you down. Okay, so I wouldn't get in the water. If you gave <laughs> yeah, me that explanation, I wouldn't do get in the water. Do not do it. It's not worth it. It's not like a, look at how brave I am. No, I get that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That wouldn't be it for me. For me, it would be sort of a dumb, like, hey, let's see what happens. Yeah, and what happens is that now you're missing part of your leg for the rest of your life. So are there people getting into the water? Well, before there was a shark advisory, a woman got attacked. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to shave when we went to the gym. In America, it's important to shave. Yeah. People do make fun of Europeans for not shaving, and I used to be like, no, we shave, but not at all as rigorously as Americans do. Right. Americans are obsessed about the shaving. If you have any hair, it's a statement here. In Europe, it's like, no, you could have just not shaved in a week. Right. And that's not a political statement. That's just, you got busy. Right. That's what I kind of feel with it. I feel like somebody looks at my leg and it's like a little, it's got stubble. Stubble. And somebody's like, oh, we have a feminist here or something. Well, we do, but that has nothing to do with the length of my hair. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, I mean, is it slightly arbitrary what we decide is necessary to shave? Of course. I don't shave my arms, for no. example, or, sh- or I let the hair grow on my arms. I know that's a thing to take off, like to not have... Do people shave their arms? People I wax mean, if their you're arms. not a swimmer? I think so. I mean, if I look at the hair on my arms for a long period of time, I do get a little grossed out. And I think, wow, I should get rid of this. Really? Yeah, I don't mind my I arm think... hair at all. Really? Yeah. Well, also, it's interesting because it's blonde. Why is my arm hair blonde? I feel like I got on the shaving my legs bandwagon later. How surprising. I know. I read a very disturbing article earlier today. Okay. Which I suspect we cannot leave into this podcast. <laughs> well, let's go for it anyway. A black man. Okay. Posted on Facebook. And he said, I'm just going to put this here. And then it was an article that started with a woman who had a white woman who had written a tweet or something, a status update or something, saying something about black women uh, not treating black men right and complaining about black men and saying that they were both the father and the mother. And she said, we will take care of your educated and progressive black men. We white women, essentially. What? (laughs) 
That is what she wrote. But that's not the end of this. Then a black man wrote an article after this supporting what this woman said. And then a black man posted this on Facebook. And I felt like the bullying of women of color, or black women specifically, had gone way too far for me to be comfortable. Wait, wait. So this man that had posted this white woman's thing, he wasn't post... And he said, I'm just going to leave this here. He wasn't posting it to be like, look at what a racist this woman is. He was posting it because he was like, I agree, and I'm going to double down with my own article on this. Uh, unclear about the guy who posted it on Facebook. Oh. He may or may not have agreed with it. I'm not oh, sure. Oh. But the it guy was a who, different guy. Yeah, but the okay. guy who wrote the article was a black man. Okay. And he doubled down on what this white woman was saying. And I thought it was pretty horrifying. I thought it was a really horrifying thing to read. Yeah. I thought it was so... I guess... The only thing that tickled me... Oh, good. There, there's a, a light at the, the end. The only thing that tickled me was that this is existing as an article in 2017. Like, because it was so racist yeah. and somehow masked as an in- pseudo-intellectual... Yeah argument and there was something about that that got me I was like there is something so bizarre about this like I don't know if it's almost like a liberal we're all cool we're all progressive white uh, we're all you know it's all like this was a new intellectual smart idea and I'm like and this is so racist (laughs) (laughs) well okay so the woman she put it was a tweet that she I think it was a Facebook update. A Facebook update. And then the, Status, the man, yeah. the, the, and then a guy wrote an article. Yes. For, for what? Do you, should we check? Yeah. If I can find this. Um, uh, you typed in white woman, and the first thing that comes up is white woman love black men. To, to, be, to be clear, this is not a search of yours. No, this is... <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, um, I just feel like it's necessary to be clear. This is just what apparently a lot of people are searching. Right, but I'm wondering how to find this article again. Um, There's also one that says white women love BBC. Maybe it was Not bashes. Untrue. White woman bashes black woman. I think that was the thing. I, 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 I mean, if we can't find this article, there it is. Oh, my God. What does this person say? A lot of what is said in this article is the sad truth. A lot of people may say, oh, she is just bashing black people, slavery, in... I don't understand. Okay, but so what? some of what this article wanted to say was, what the guy was saying in this article is, it's for a magazine called... Is that a magazine? What is this? I have no idea. This is maybe just a page that nobody yeah. should have ever found. Yeah, I really feel like that's the case. Okay, so that's good. So this is just a page that nobody should have ever found that just unfortunately spread a little bit on yeah. Facebook. But the point he's trying to make is he says uh, that the black community doesn't think that anybody can look into it or knows the problems of the black community. And this white woman exposes that she does. 
And I thought that was so stupid. Yes. I mean, from the woman, like, first of all, she doesn't know anything. She's also referring to herself as a white queen. Yeah. Who's snatching up all real educated black men. That just makes her sound so Leaving you whores crying and hating. Yeah, I don't want to devote any more time to this lady. (laughs) I know what I want to talk to you about. Okay. I saw a little documentary on the airplane. Also, let's talk about this. I was very nauseous on the airplane. Oh, yeah. In the last three hours, I was very... But it's also nice, because if you uh, fart on airplanes, nobody can hear you. Yeah, but they uh, can smell it. I mean, they're going to figure it out, right? You mean they're going to figure out I'm the one who farted? Yeah. I don't think so. My farts No, because smell. you also don't look like the p- kind of person that would have done it. <laughs> I know. So you've got that going for you. You can just, like, look over at some, like, big guy. And I know. Like, Nobody's going right? to think yeah. I farted. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it smells bad. Right. Yeah, totally. Most of the time, my farts don't smell because I eat so right. rigidly. Yeah. When you're on an airplane, feel free. Fart freely. Great. Please don't follow that advice. Somebody's going to be on an airplane with you, and you're going to regret that. Um, okay. I think it's a fart-free zone. A fart-free zone? Like a fart whatever you want kind of zone. Like fart. No. Fart freely. Why? <laughs> on an enclosed space, in an enclosed space like that? I see when you describe it like that. It's, that it's like illogical. one of the worst places to do that. I can understand how it feels that way. I feel like if you're running on a hillside, then fart freely, but <laughs> not in an airplane. No, when you're running on a hillside, it's beautiful with the flowers and everything. The airplane's already shitty. <laughs> okay. You know what the worst place is? It's underneath the covers. <laughs> sure. If you're not airing it out... That wasn't the point of this. Yeah, that, so that was our farting segment. To be fair, we've never had a farting segment before. No, of course not. Yeah, so I'm just saying, maybe that's nice. It's just nice to include in one episode. Right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Okay, um, so I got really nauseous. Yeah. And for the last 40 minutes of the airplane ride, I sat with the puking bag in front of me holding it in front of my face yeah and I think it did have an effect on the passengers around me yeah, they were just nervously watching you I think so yeah because uh, they don't know what was going on with me yeah I just sat there holding the bag and the only thing I could think the whole time was this would be so much more enjoyable if I wasn't nauseous if I was just doing this for fun to watch the other people oh yeah uh, and as soon as I came to America, the nausea was gone. I think the most complicated man is still simpler than the simplest woman. That's so impolitically correct. <laughs> I mean, that's so... That's politically so incorrect. incorrect. Yeah. Okay. So that's so politically incorrect to say. But in a way, sometimes I'm like... Because I attribute things to men, right? I'm... I'm like, oh, I'm sure he understands the vastness of this. And then I'm always amazed when I realize, oh, no, he didn't get it at all. Yeah. But it can take years. Yeah. For years, I've believed men are uh, more complicated than they are. My father is a very simple man. If I cry, it's like, why are you crying? Yeah. Let's remove the nail. It's like, there's no nail. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm crying because of life. What part of it? Well, it's happening. Life is in progress. That's why I'm crying. Okay, so we know that. Um, 
When do you get your citizenship? I don't know. I feel like I should be getting a letter soon asking if I want to be a citizen. But maybe that's not how it works. Maybe I have to apply for citizenship. I don't know. We learned about that in high school, and then I never had to think about it again. And I was thinking about what the benefits would be for citizenship. I yeah. mean, I pay taxes with the green card. The only thing is I would have to do jury duty if I become a citizen. I have gotten out of jury duty every single time. Really? Yeah. Why? For a long time, it was because I didn't re-register. Like, I knew where I could go to vote, but I didn't re-register at my new address. So, um, so they couldn't find me. So they didn't know where to sh- send the jury summons. That is so, like, thug-like. I know, right? I just saw Runaway Jury on the airplane. Oh, God. Why do you say, oh, God? Like I that? mean, I do like Rachel Weiss, but I do not like that movie. Well, it's maybe not the greatest movie. Yeah. But it was fine on an airplane. Sure. I can see how it's fine on an airplane. Now I remember what I was going to talk to you about on the airplane. Oh, great. This was a documentary that was um, facilitated or talked or narrated, and he was in picture, too. And he was, it was about God and about how uh, different, or not even God, I think it was about creation and evolution. Mm. And he went to different religions and uh, societies to see how they explained it. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting because, uh, first of all, he did go to the Catholic Church, right? And, and the Catholic Church has something that's uh, like a kind of a scientific, and they believe in uh, evolution. It, it doesn't have the- theistic evolution. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. And they believe in evolution. Right, right. So I was kind of amazed that there's now Christian groups in America that are forming that don't believe in evolution. Yeah, it's interesting. There's some people that are like really holding tight to the idea of just a strict creation. Like like they take that those chapters of the Bible very literally. Right. And then they went to the uh they he visited aboriginals in in Australia and how they describe how a baby in a cradle fell out of the sky and into the sacred place, right? At the exact same place where scientists said a meteor hit and, and, and the planet, like that was kind of the start of something. Right. I guess what was amazing to me is all the stories kind of align. I kind of tend to think it's all stories, you know? Yeah. Why are they against each other? Why can't they all just be together? Well, I think that's... Um... <laughs> Tell me why the stories can't be together. I want my story to be there. I mean, I really believe in reincarnation. I get very annoyed when people don't, so... Do you? You get annoyed with them. I have a hard time. Like, when my dad says something like, I don't believe in any of that stuff, I'm like, well, I don't even know where to start. I can't help but look at him with some pity. What what do you think believing in that gives you that he's missing out on? Uh, The reincarnation part? Yeah. I think it's a sense of um, eternal justice, and I think it's a sense of journey, and that there is no result, and that all we have, all we get to do is kind of become more um, of who we are, like that there isn't a goal in this life. 
It's interesting how how important that is. Some some sense of justice. Right. I want some some idea that there is justice. Right. Whether it's in this life or the next or the afterlife or whatever yeah. it is. And I think that it, it does give me that, you know, the idea of reincarnation is that... Because I certainly can't make sense. I mean, some people are suffering enormously in this lifetime. Like, you see people and there are children being killed. I mean, there there is no justice, right? Right. We can't see it. I mean, there's no way of saying, well, that's the reason this happened. Yeah. But over thousands of years and souls growing, and if there is a sense of that this is just a body and actually this isn't the purpose I can understand that yeah if there is uh, that there's bigger things at play so yeah it gives me a sense of ease and in a way I don't care if it's true or not it does give me a sense of ease in life right um, and I think that's why it bothers me sometimes when people don't believe in it because I I, I the strain it's like you and with my father it's very specific, right? You know, it's because it's my dad. Yeah. And I, I think, oh, dad, you're carrying so much. You don't have to carry all this. Mm. It's all good. You think that it would be helpful for him if he believed in it. Yeah. And my brother always says, you know, I can't tell people that I go to astrologers and psychics. So I just Well, do. I think that depends on where you are. In Los Angeles, you can definitely tell people you right? do that. Yeah. How did you decide to make... Uh, why did you decide to do that? Oh, I saw a psychic that told me to. Yeah. It's completely Perfectly legitimate. Acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my brother doesn't like that. We wrote a business plan, and he's like, okay, so why are you doing that? And I said, oh, well, the psychic I spoke to said it was a good idea. And he said, okay, that's not an argument. Okay. Is there another reason? <laughs> you know better than to tell him that, though. I do. You could have told him anything else. I could have, but I thought this would be more tickling. <laughs> You just enjoyed. You were like, I'm going to get a rise out of him with this. Yeah. He does that to me. Oh, yeah. I think sibling is just yeah. the way sibling treats Oh, I will say that. So I was in Sweden. I met so many kids. You met so many kids? Children. Like, I no, mean. I understand. <laughs> you understand the word. Yeah. But I mean, my friends are pregnant and having babies. So I have two friends that are having babies in four weeks now. Oh, wow. And... One of them, that's their second. Another woman just had a, had a six-month-old baby. It was so much about the pregnancy. Oh, yeah. You know, I even... I got to hear how some babies are delivered. Oh. And then I was at the hairdresser, and he told me about going to a baby shower where there was a cake that was formed like a vagina with a baby coming out of it. And he said, who wants to cut into that cake and have a piece? And he and I really bonded on the fact that it was a little too much, you know? We don't need to know all that. Right. It's illegal to have surrogate mothers in Sweden. Really? Yeah, Sweden tries to present this liberal forward, uh, but there are some old laws that are very, very... I think it's important to remember, because I think that's a little old school. I don't think... I don't understand why we should make that illegal. So did you go to any baby showers? No, no. Uh, I just visited the babies uh, separately, and uh -huh. I forget most of the names. Right. So I just go, what's this one's name? And These are babies that have been born already. Yeah. Yeah. My mom has told me I need to write it into my phone. Yeah. And I said, no, mom, not going to do it. 
And she says, I write the, I write the grandchildren of my friends down in my phone, what the names are. And I said, look, they don't remember what I do. They don't remember the name of my shows. I'm not going to remember the names of their babies. Yeah, there you go. Like, if I remember, if I don't remember, that's an honest mistake. And we're going to live with that honest mistake. Yeah. And if they feel like I don't give a shit about their baby, well, that's some honesty too, isn't it? Do, do you get the impression that they are insulted by that? No, I don't. I think most of my friends kind of feel like I'm living a different life and they understand that and they yeah. get that. Yeah. I, I will say this. This is my point. I saw women who are having babies who just had babies. And I think this is very different. I haven't heard this from American women. The Swedish women I spoke to, they all talk about the boredom and how bored they are oh, with their kids. Of course. Yeah. And and I think that's kind of relieving because here I feel like everybody says it's so amazing all the time. Everything's so amazing in America. That is clearly a lie. Well, of course. But then you talk to and and they're like, "Well, we I get very bored. Like I'm on home with a kid. I can't talk to it." No. You know? So then I'm there sort of as the entertainment, I think is the idea. You're entertaining them? Or yeah, I the think kid? that's what they're hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Not the kid. You're like... You, you, you just ignore the children. And Depends on the kid. Sometimes I really am more interested in the kid than the par- parents. Oh, right. Because Which I Which is kind of nice if it's a boring person. It's like, oh, I can just focus on this But child. sometimes I just think the kid is not interesting yet. Yeah. And may never be interesting. Oh, man. But a seven-year-old drew some emojis of me. Emojis of you? Yeah, like she gave emojis to everybody at the table... Okay. And then she wrote emojis for me. And one was a laughing, crying emoji. Okay. And an angel. Were your emojis better? Like, did she give anybody the poop emoji? Yeah. So I had, like, I think I had the best emojis. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I won. I mean, I'm also the only one who interpreted these emojis as portraits. Sure. Everyone else was kind of convinced she was just handing out random emojis. And you were like, she put a lot of thought into who she's giving each of these to. Yeah. That's right. She she looked at me while she drew this. Yes. Yeah. She could feel my soul. Oh, wow. That's where I went. Wow. Yeah. I'm not narcissistic. Okay, so you've been going out of town with your boyfriend a lot. Uh, Yeah. And you're going out of town with your boyfriend tomorrow again. Uh-huh. Is it different to be out of town with your boyfriend than to be in town with your boyfriend? Yeah, in a sense. I mean, it's nice to get out of town. Okay, but I'm just curious what? about this. Yeah. Because would you rather go out of town by yourself or with your boyfriend? Like, what is the benefit? Like, could you get the same satisfaction just staying here? The two of us. Yeah. Same satisfaction? I mean... We're out experiencing beautiful places, so... Right. I guess this is a stupid question. (laughs) Because you and I go out of town once in a while. Yeah, and it's nice. And we like it. Yeah. And it's not instead of. I understand now. (laughs) Right, we get to hang out in Los Angeles, and then sometimes we go I just wanted to talk about your boyfriend. Oh, got it. I went downtown, and I saw the Bjork VR experience. Yeah. Some of it was great... 
some of it was just seeing three Bjorks. Didn't need to do that. But I, I always appreciate when somebody buys me tickets somewhere. Somebody bought me the ticket. Oh. Yeah. That is nice. Right? Yeah. It was almost like a date, but not a date because I'm dating exclusively. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I tell people that. I tell the people who are taking me out on a date, sure, we can go here together. And you can pay for me. You can but buy I for me. But I am with somebody else. But I'm with somebody. I think that's interesting. And they're still like, yes, I'm yeah. still willing to take you out on this date. Well, this is a friend. Okay. I mean, this is a good friend. We've known each other for a long time. And, and I've paid for him. And I'm 31 and he's like 22. You know, it's like a little kid. 22? 23, maybe. I feel like he was 23 like two years ago. Oh, so maybe he's 24. <laughs> it's not a date. You know? Right, yeah. Somebody else Somebody else um, wanted to take me to roller coasters because I said I like roller coasters. And I said, oh, that's so nice. I said, but I'm dating somebody. And then he said, well, then you should go with him. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, I've often felt that. Because I'm not so big on the dating thing, you know? I don't like the idea that, like, I have to be romantic with a person, but I do like the idea of other people paying for me. Yeah, I mean, that's not... It is nice. Right? Yeah. I wanted to keep this very private, so I probably won't have that in there. I used to be so comfortable putting everything out there. I'm in a much more private space right now. I don't know what happened. You've just closed yourself off to the world. I'm a little tired. I'm like a little more serious than I have been for a while. Yeah, you are. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a little more, I'm kind of in this like waiting game of like, I don't know what's next. Like, and, and it's kind of a deep sense of peace, but it's also a, like I was trying so hard and I was having so many major emotions of hope and despair and hope and despair and hope and despair. And finally, I'm just, I'm done. I'm like, I'm not scared. I'm not hopeful. I'm just here. Yeah. And uh, I, have, I feel like I've felt so much human emotion. Yeah. And like, actually, I have worked for applause and now it's not enough. My ex-husband uh, gave me this desk that we're sitting with. Oh. But I want to define gift because it's not entirely clear, right? Yeah, right. Well, I know about the picture. Yeah. He gave me a picture of a desk. For yeah. Christmas. My ex-husband and I are friends on Facebook now. I know. Um, yeah. I donated to his Kickstarter. That's right. Yeah. I can see pictures of his girlfriend now. How convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a nosy person. Right. As you know. So now instead of looking at pictures of his girlfriend on my Facebook page, you can look at them on your own. Exactly. Yeah. Facebook isn't uh, great for me. Is it great for anyone really... Facebook is terrible. Yeah. Instagram's terrible. I can, I can deal with Instagram much more than I can deal with Facebook. I yeah. just read a... You know I only read titles of articles. Yeah, so you just read a title of an article that said... Instagram is terrible for your mental health. And I felt, I don't need to read that article. I get it. I think it, it can be if you're the type of person that's just going to get jealous of oh, what I other see. people are posting. I understand. But Instagram is so much easier for me to take. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Pictures. It's fun. Yeah, I find it enjoyable. I'm going to plug an Instagram account that certainly doesn't need plugging. Is it your own? No. Great point, though. Uh, I'm going to plug 
overheard LA. Oh yeah, that is a good one. I mean, if you live in LA, it's great. Then there's another one that's called Overheard uh, Le Labou. You know, the... It's been overheard in that fragrance store? Yeah. Okay. I like that one, too. I had no idea that was a thing. I'm sick of London. I need to be invigorated. Should we go to Paris this weekend to feel something? I love that. I mean, of course, it's just going to be a bunch of privileged people shopping in a very expensive fragrance store. Yeah, it's amazing. This smells like two of the three guys I made out with last night. How about this? I've had this bottle since 2014. I need a new label. It says Sweetheart, and that's not really me anymore. I wanted to say Manslayer. I've changed. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I I feel like their fragrances, a lot of them smell really good, but... I put some of their lotion on once, and it's too intense for me. I get kind of allergic to fragrances. Yeah, I'm not a big fragrance person either. A lot. Uh, I don't wear fragrances, but I like the idea of that store. Yeah, I like the idea of that store. I like the idea of certain, well, certain fragrances in general. But then I just you and I were in that store because I bought a Christmas present for my brother's girlfriend from my brother. Yes. In that store, and. We assumed it was for her. Yes. But we weren't entirely sure because it turned out the fragrances are gender neutral. Yes. And for a second I had to ask myself if he was giving it to his best friend. Because you put a, like a nice little note on there, right? Yeah. I put her name or and love or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I called him and I said, I hope you're giving this to your girlfriend. Yeah. And he said he was. Yeah. Well, thank you. Email us at unamericanpod at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.